Welcome back to another edition of Keys to the Game. In this segment, we're going to be talking about slumps, being in a slump. Now, before we get started, make sure you guys hit that like and subscribe button to just stay tuned into all the things we talk about basketball and key to the game to help you improve your game. Let's get straight into it. So being in a slump, I can talk about this right now because I am in a shooting slump right now. And it happens to all of us. It's always going to happen. You're going to hit a shooting slump. And when I say a slump, I mean, I won for like 15 for my last threes. That's a slump. 0 for 9 the last two games, 1 for 6 the last two games for that. That is a shooting slump when it comes to shooters, but you have to remember and understand that it's part of the game. You're not always going to be on fire and your game is supposed to be on par every single game. Now, the difference in the slumps you have in between games, that's a different thing. But throughout a whole season, you should always hit a slump at least twice throughout the season. For me, I know it always happens kind of like in the middle towards kind of the midway sometimes. And then for some reason, it always happens right at the beginning of playoffs. Always. But then when it's time for the finals, it always picks back up. I always get out of that and I just be back rocking. I don't know why that is. That's not every situation, but it has been a common thread that I've noticed about my game. And that's a big part about knowing your game, knowing when you get into these slumps and what you have to do to get yourself out of it. Because it's a big difference in saying, hey, I'm in a shooting slump or I'm in whatever situation I'm in. But actually acknowledging that, knowing the signs of when you get in a slump and what you do to get yourself out of it faster. So you're not getting stuck in that motion at all times. Because as of right now, we're in the playoffs. <clears throat> we had a game. I didn't particularly shoot it well, especially from the three. I was like three for five from two. But I was taking a lot of threes. I wasn't hitting my threes. Does that change it that I'm not a shooter? Of course I'm a shooter. At the end of the day, I was still shooting before going into that game, 39, 38% from three. It's a pretty decent clip, you know. So you can't forget that you're still the player that you are. You're just going through a slump. I, I remember one time I was listening to a commentator of the NBA talking about James Harden. He was like, he went, he's like one for his last 25 threes. Clay, Steph, they go through way bigger slumps than that when it comes to shooting because they take such higher volumes. They'll go three for. 42 or something crazy like that but it's just the situation of what they're in is just understanding that hey i'm just in a slump and shoot a shoot shoot a shoot no matter what i'm gonna keep shooting i'm gonna keep doing my thing because i know the work that i put in the work never stops it's just this life and i have to give a special thanks out to my coach to real coaches or real players, like real coaches understand like, okay, he's just in the slump because he hasn't been playing like this since I've known him, you know, and it takes a good coach to understand that, especially if you're coming in as an import to understand that, hey, I do got me a good player here. He's just going through a little 
shooting stuff right now. That's basketball because he like we were talking after we had our practice today, for instance, and we were talking. And he was just like, "How do you feel?" I'm like, "You know, I'm just trying to get up out this little slump I've been making like I normally be." He was like, "You know, that's basketball." And I was like, yeah, you know, as long as we win as a team, especially now being in the playoffs, all the other stuff don't matter because if you don't win, you can't even go on to continue to get your rhythm back because the season's going to be over with. And we're in a situation now where it's 1-1 and it's the best of three for this first round. So we have to win. So we you have to be on point with your game. But when you have a good team that holds you down and you just can imagine, okay, well, when I get back right, we're really going to be clicking on all cylinders. And that's how you got, that's what something you always have to remember. Just stick to your game, stick to your work. Because one thing about it, I know, cause I was like, I've been through these situations. Yes, it is a bothersome. Yes, it sucks that you got to go through this type of situation. And you're like, bro, I put in so much work. I put in so much work and I grind and I put, Hey, that's just the way the game is. You're going to go through slumps. You're going to hit those times where you can't hit nothing. And then you're going to get, and then all of a sudden, well, it, it just depends on if the, you're that type of player that continuously put in the work and trust in your work. Then no matter what, your overall who you are going to always show back up. I know the type of player I am. I always know that when it comes time for the show up in the biggest moments or when it's time to get right, you always show up. You have to remember that about yourself and remember that about your game that you put the work in to get you to a certain point, but that's if you're putting the work in. I never worry about myself being in the shooting slump anymore because I know the amount of work that I put in into my game. I understand the work that I put into my game, like the mental level that I take it to the shots that I get up before practice, after practice, the extra work I do to condition my body, all the little intangible things, stretching, all these types of things that one will do to just reach their highest potential in all forms. You got to have your legs strong. So I do extra workouts with legs so you can have a stronger base. Because what's the first thing that goes out when you shoot? What do you say? You got no legs. So understanding the weight room is just as important in your shot as your actual shooting form because it's the lift that you get on your shot. Because the first thing that goes is your legs. Not the touch, not the follow through. It's your legs. You're not getting enough lift on your shot. When you're tired, you try to shoot. First thing to go, legs. So understanding that, learning, understanding the stability aspect of it to where you have to stretch and also, you know, do those extra weights. What kind of conditioning are you doing? Are you doing extra conditioning? Are you going, I get up. I've done pretty much majority of the season. I'll get up and go run a couple of miles. Or I'll get on the bike and do about seven or eight to ten miles on the bike throughout the week. I so that I normally stop all that when it comes to the playoffs because I want to save my legs. But all that extra work is going to add up because once you start getting deeper into the playoffs, that's when you're going to start understanding who's really been putting in that work to prepare for these moments. Because the people who get tired. And the people who wasn't prepared for this moment, you're not thinking about playoff basketball and championship basketball by just doing the bare minimum of what everybody else does because you're going to have to be able to outlast. And that's normally a team that wins the most conditioned team who can outlast you, who's not going to get tired in the fourth quarter in the or fourth quarter of game 
three. Game three, most guys be out because you ain't got no legs. Can you even survive long enough to get out of your slump? Surviving by playing, surviving by going to the next level, like being more than just one-dimensional. Oh, well, I'm a scorer, and I really don't even understand. I understand some guys that be just like scorers, but at the end of the day, you got to be a basketball player. You got to do more than this. I just score. I do more than that than just for my team. And that's something I take pride in. I do more than that. They just posted a stat. I was I finished the league top five in steals. That means I'm helping my teammates out on defense. First and rebounding on my team. That means I'm helping my team secure defense and rebounds and so we can have a better chance of winning the game. You gotta do more to approach the game and help the game than just I'm a scorer because everybody wants to be a scorer. Everybody thinks that's the most that's the best way to impact the game is by scoring. Yes, you do need to score. Yes, you do need to work on your game. But that's not the most important aspect of the game to affect the game. What else are you putting your hands on in the game to help you get out of, you know, out of this slump? Sometimes it could be getting assists. Sometimes you get in the rhythm of getting assists and getting your teammate going. That's going to get your game going. It's more to the game that's going to help you get than just shooting the basketball or just scoring. Getting somebody open, getting two, three stops in a row, that's just going to get your confidence up because, you know, the game is about 80% confidence minimum. So if you could do all the other things to get you get you going and get you on, um, get you motivated and get you more inspired into the game, that'll help you get out of that slump a lot faster because you're understanding that there's more to the game. I'm, in, I'm still impacting the game because... If you can't impact it on the scoring end, you're going to be thinking about how else can I impact the game. If you're out there getting stops, three, four stops, you get seven rebounds in a row, you're going to feel that, like, oh, I feel good. You're going to start feeling good. And when you start feeling good, you might take that shot cash because you already got the momentum going in you and you're feeling good. So that's how you just drown out that situation of, okay, I can't hit right now. You got to always do something more. To help you in all aspects of the game. Don't think of the aspects of the game. Now, if you're out there not missing, if you're not out there missing and you're not getting back on defense and you're just getting scored on, then you really, boy, you're really going to be in some trouble. That's when it gets ugly. Because another situation is, yeah, you might be in the slump, but if you're also a defensive liability, and you're really not going to be on the court to be able to help nobody out or help your team out. Because you're not you're a liability at this time at this um, aspect of the game. You can't be a liability on the court. Yes, you could be in the slump, but you still you can't be a liability. You gotta understand that. Don't let that lead to other parts of your game that don't let you be effective. Listen, that's all I got for this segment of keys to the game of how you can just get out of a slump and when you're in a slump the type of things that you need to work on to help improve your game that's all i got for you guys make sure you like and subscribe and send this to somebody out there who's trying to who might be hitting the slump and just need that word of encouragement to help them get through their situation that's all i got for you guys till next time what's up guys i just dropped my new ebook six must have steps to be an overseas basketball player 
You know, I've been playing for the last nine years. I got all the steps in Detroit that you need to start your journey. Networking, mentors, all the things that you need to start your journey to be a protege. So go get that ebook, click the link in the bio, and make sure you get your steps to being that overseas pro one day. Let's go. Hey guys, thanks for tuning into the show. Please subscribe on our YouTube, Spotify, Apple, and wherever you listen to your podcast. I greatly appreciate it.